Jim, prescribing cannabis to people under the age of 25, lots of noise around it. What are your prescribing principles when it comes to people between the ages of 18 to 25? Sam, the reason that there's noise around prescribing for those under the age of 25 is because even though there's plenty of patients who would benefit from using cannabis containing THC in, in that age range, the brain is still maturing and developing. And the body's own endocannabinoid system is the internal regulatory homeostatic mechanism through which cannabis exerts a lot of its benefits is essential to that development and maturation of the brain and sets up these neuronal pathways to allow people to thrive as they go through life. So THC specifically is a compound that has a direct action on the cannabinoid receptors, and that is how it exerts a lot of its benefits. But overactivation of the endocannabinoid system through the use of plants and plant-based cannabinoids can actually lead to a dysregulation of the endocannabinoid system if, if people's intention of use is, is not appropriate. And if intoxication is the primary aim when people are using THC-containing cannabis, they are much more likely to lead to this disruption. And that can potentially have negative effects on their health and well-being into the future. So we need to be cautious, in, especially cautious within this age group. And this is also population as well who are more likely to use cannabis for its intoxicating effects. And therefore, they're more likely to build tolerance. They might be more likely to build dependence. And this can lead to increased levels of addiction as well. There have been studies looking at the overall rates of addiction related to, to cannabis. And that's a, a nuanced topic to get into addiction and cannabis. But what most studies are showing is that the general level of dependence or addiction is relatively low at around 7 to 9%. But the majority of that dependence and cannabis use disorder will occur in those who are of younger age. And as the age range increases, the chance of abuse, misuse, and dependence actually decreases. So in this demographic, there's a, an element where we need to make sure that we're protecting that developing brain. We also need to make sure that we're not going to set up lifelong issues around de dependence or mis misuse. So it's not saying that we can't use cannabis containing THC within this age group, but it does need to be used very carefully. And there are things we can do to actually minimize the chance of this leading to negative health outcomes. And the main one there is limiting the amount of THC, especially in the form of inhaled cannabis that patients within this age demographic have access to. And within Heyday, our practice policy is limiting that to a maximum of 40 grams per month for those between the ages of 20 and 25. And the other way that we can protect patients' brains and minimize the negative health consequences that can come from disrupting the body's endocannabinoid system is to use THC in conjunction with CBD. CBD in many ways can provide a lot of synergistic benefits to THC, so it can increase the therapeutic effects in regards to managing pain. It can help improve mood. It reduces the chance of problematic use and it 
decreases the intensity of the activity of THC within within those cannabinoid receptors within the brain, which means there's less likely to develop addiction, less likely to develop tolerance and all the other issues that can come with that too. Are we seeing less people under the age of 25 using the medicinal cannabis route compared to the black market because it's perceived to be cheaper or more accessible or you don't have to talk to a doctor? What percentage of your patients that are requesting a consultation are under 25? Look, there's quite a few who are under the age of 25 and a lot of people are moving to the legal medicinal market who may have been previously accessing the black market because there is there's better quality and quality controls there. They have access to a wider variety of medicines and a lot of them are using it for legitimate reasons as well. And it's great that they're getting proper healthcare while they're accessing a medicine that they actually enjoy using. But it is really important that they understand that they are at a critical point of brain maturation and development and the things that we do in this age group can have lifelong effects. So we want to make sure that people don't have problematic use of cannabis, that their endocannabinoid system is functioning optimally, that they don't develop any psychosis or first episode psychosis if they have a propensity for that to occur because we've used cannabis inappropriately or haven't looked at the protective cannabinoids within within the cannabis plant, i.e. CBD, in conjunction with these other elements. So it's important for patients coming in, seeking help from their doctor, that they understand that when a doctor says that they only able to access a limited amount of THC and that they need to use cannabis in conjunction with CBD, it's not because they're trying to sell or push more CBD products onto these patients or that we're trying to limit the medical benefit that they can get from cannabis. We are just looking for harm minimization and making sure that the things we do in this patient population, set them up for the best quality of life that they can. You talk about flowers, but not oil. Is that because the younger cohort is seeking flower? And how does oil fit into your treatment regime for under 25? It's still THC, but it's obviously an ingestible as opposed to a, an inhaled product. The most likelihood of problematic use comes from using inhaled cannabis. And that's because of that instant gratification and instant relief and activation of the reward pathway that occurs with inhaled THC. So the, another issue with using inhaled cannabis is that it has a short duration of action. So if patients get good relief and then it wears off after a couple of hours, they you know, use cannabis again and again throughout the day. And what that does is it increases the total milligrams of THC that someone would consume within a 24-hour period and often increases that amount quite dramatically compared to if they were using a long-acting formulation like an oil. Oils often what I would prefer to use first line if we are feeling that THC is going to be an appropriate option for those under the age of 25 because they're less likely to activate that reward pathway and the total number of cannabinoids that someone will use in a 24-hour period will be significantly less than when they're relying wholly on flour and they're much less likely to build tolerance and therefore they're much less likely to disrupt their body's own endocannabinoid system. So oil should definitely be included in someone's treatment regimen when they're being prescribed cannabis. I suspect that if and when the driving laws change, you're going to see a lot more under 25s come in because they're people who have jobs and they, they rely on their car to get around. And I just wonder whether we shouldn't be 
looking at creating some educational resources specifically for people under 25 and helping those who are seeing more under 25s, give them the tools to be able to try and educate their patients. Because it's difficult to have that whole education with a patient in the 20 to 30 minutes that you're seeing them for their consultation. Yeah, look, it really is. And I think when people turn 18 and they become adults and they're allowed to drive and they're allowed to gamble and they're allowed to drink and they're allowed to work and they're allowed to vote, to say that we can't actually treat you like those over the age of 25 in this regard, it can often be a hard pill to swallow. But it's not because there's any discriminatory reason. It is because there are potential negative health consequences from using cannabis inappropriately in that age group. So yes, to provide tools to both patients and prescribers to make sure that people understand why and to give them some framework around, you know, how to get the best out of cannabis, I think could be highly valuable.